Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well-cared-for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Welcome back to the Divinely Aligned Meditations and Musings podcast. Today's episode is one that I get so many requests for, and it's probably whenever I talk about this topic, the downloads go epic. So I think this is a topic that you probably want to hear about. And I can see why, because it's one of the things that I know for me, I have had to repeatedly go deeper into my inner work to learn this for myself. And even though I consider myself a pretty good student of this that we're talking about today, self-trust, I still have deeper work to do in areas of my life where I'm at my edge of comfort or discomfort. And when life brings crazy shit, right? Like we all have experienced over the last year plus for our lifetime, right? So today I wanna share with you just really poignant, quick, not quick because it's not meaningful, but I don't want to overthink it with you. I want you to hear the core of this message. And I want to give you four easy ways to trust yourself more. Now, just because the steps are easy, doesn't mean that the actual trusting of yourself is easy in moments when you're challenged, right? So this is just, again, this is an ongoing conversation. You can check previous episodes where I talk about self-trust, where I talk about releasing self-doubt, which is the opposite of self-trust. And so this is not the last time that I will be talking about trusting yourself, but this is, um, I want you to just like really be present for this because without self-trust, everything and anything that you want to create in your life is going to be wonky and is going to continuously be stuck in a loop of should I, could I, will I, won't I? And it's going to be influenced by those around you who have very little knowledge of your inner life and you know, we all have amazing friends and family members who know best for us, but this is time that we all grow up in a way that steps into our own personal power and learn to trust ourselves as moms, as entrepreneurs, as women, as wives, as consumers, as creators, as all the things we do, all the roles we play in our lives. Okay. So first I have a couple of questions for you and I want you to just feel the question. (laughs) Instead of answering it quickly from your mind, I want you to feel the question. And in fact, I would say, let you know, hear the questions and then like pause the episode, 
give yourself a chance or listen to the episode again or or come back to the questions later because one of the things that cause us to not trust ourselves is that we gloss over our inner work so quickly and we don't give ourselves a chance to really contemplate questions. And questions are the creators of our lives. And if we're asking ourselves bad questions and there are bad questions like, um, why does this never happen for me? Or will this ever happen for me? Or will this be something I can never even create, right? Like we're asking the negative side of questions that of course are subconscious answers. Uh, no, you won't. <laughs> or you haven't yet. So how will you, right? It's just our, our subconscious is very, very smart and wants to confirm what we know. It has this like confirmation bias. So when we ask better questions, we get better answers from ourselves. We have no choice but to answer, but we have to get skilled at giving ourselves the time and space to contemplate the questions. So the first question is, do you trust yourself? And this is a question you can really just sit with and come up with examples of times that you've trusted yourself, times that you haven't trusted yourself, and what the outcomes of both situations were. The next question is, do you mindfully invest time, energy, and money in yourself? And this is an important question because this is one of those things that women can tend to overlook because they spend time, energy, and money in other people. And that's okay, that's a really wonderful thing. But when it comes to the expense of yourself, and not investing time, energy, and money in yourself, you actually are giving yourself a message that you don't, you aren't worthy of it, that you have to earn it, and that you aren't inherently worthy of trusting that you can benefit, you will grow from, you are worthy of time, energy, and money in yourself. And yes, this is connected to trust. When you trust yourself, you know that the time, energy, and money invested in yourself is going to have massive return on investment and you are worthy of it now, not someday. And the third question is, are you seeking approval from others before you make a decision or a move in your own life or your business? This is really important. If you don't have a practice of learning to connect with your inner self, your divine self, your highest self, before you get approval or opinions from other people, that means that a lot, a huge percentage of your life could be a consequence of other people's ideas for you. Now I have previous episodes that go into like a whole list of the false agreements, and this is one of them, other people's approval, where we are basically living our lives for other people whether we want to admit it or not, unless we're taking the time to really learn to trust our own inner system, our own inner navigation system, our own inner GPS, our own inner voice. So how do we trust ourselves more? I want to give you four things to do <laughs> to help you trust yourself more and more and more and more. And the reason I said it that way is because it's not a one and done. Self-trust, like I said for in the beginning of the episode, for me, this is an ongoing like work because in some areas I'm really, I'm, I, I know myself really well. I trust my own opinions. And in other areas, I tend to get a little wobbly because of fear, right? Because of doubt that creeps in. And so there's practices and rituals that I teach and practice, especially the magic morning practice, uh, which you've probably heard me mention many, many times now, which is a free 
um, gift for you. If you haven't done it yet, I highly recommend it. All my clients must do the magic morning practice every day because it's a really powerful way to check in with your own self every single day before you start letting anyone else's content, words, opinions into your energy system. So here are four things that you can do to start to build or rebuild that trust with yourself, because somewhere deep down inside you, there's a part of you that knows that you are wise and worthy and already wealthy and already receiving all the things that you, you know, you desire, but there's part of us that's very practical and logical and looking outside of ourselves to say like, well, if I could do it, I would already be doing it, or I don't have the tools, or I don't have the certifications, or I don't have the fill in the blank, whatever it is that you don't have, or I'm too young, or I'm too old, or I'm too this, I'm too, um, I need to lose weight first, or I need to whatever, like there's, there's all these um, external criteria that we place on ourselves before we give ourselves permission to just do whatever the fuck we want, right? So four steps to trust yourself more. One is look for evidence that, that you do know, <laughs> like look for evidence. Like I said, there's some areas of our lives where we do know what we want, whether it's food or clothing or interior design or um, whatever, <laughs> like parts of your business that you feel confident in. Trust yourself by looking for evidence that you already do know how to trust yourself. Number two is start small. Start small in the decisions that you make every day and start to check in with yourself first before you check in with anyone else regarding decisions you want to make. And first and foremost, learn what a yes feels like in your body. This is a missing piece from so much coaching that I see is that you do something in your life or your business because it works for someone else, but that doesn't mean it's going to work for you because you haven't quite, you don't see what's behind the scene for someone else. You don't see all the things they've tried and failed at already, right? You don't see that. So by starting small, I want you to start by the very next decision you have to make <laughs> or even what to make for lunch. Like really it could be small, small decisions and start to notice that your intuition, your inner guidance is constantly leading you to your yes. And it's somewhere in your body. And you can even start by grabbing a journal and writing down what I feel yes in my body feels like. And especially if you're choosing between like, should I have this for lunch or that for lunch? Or should I post this on Instagram or should I post, you know, that, whatever, uh, whatever little decision you have to make next and start to notice how it feels in your body. Does it feel open and expansive and light and delightful and bubbly and happy and like in a good way? Or does it feel heavy and contracted and, and not expansive? You have to learn what it feels like for you. Like literally I've had people and clients tell me like they feel it in their third eye or they feel it in their solar plexus or they feel it in their belly or they feel it in their fingers. They get chills of yes, right? What does a yes feel like to you? So start small by learning what that yes feels like. And then you can start transferring that yes to other things in your life. Number three, only ask others for advice once you've already made a choice. Going back to like knowing that every single person makes decisions and has opinions based on their life, their lens, their experience, their family of origin, their successes, their failures, their fears, their risk tolerance, their adventure tolerance, all of it, right? They will never be able to tell you what you should do 100% for you because you are not them and they are not you. 
right? Even a coach, like as a coach, I don't tell you what to do when you're my client. My goal is to help you uncover and rediscover the magic within you and help you find the best path to your yes and help you navigate that. So only, only, only ask others once you've already made a choice. And, and even when you do that, make sure that you are being very discerning on who you're asking for, for that advice. Because like I said, everyone has their own and most people are spending their entire lives thinking about themselves mostly um, unless you hire someone for help listen you, you can have amazing friends in your life but unless you have friends who are very skilled at listening and turning the mirror back on you you're basically going to be getting advice from people who are who mean well i'm not saying they're evil or anything they mean well but they're not you so you have to learn and build the practice within of asking yourself first okay Number four is set boundaries, set better boundaries. This is so important because people will try to tell you what's right for you and what's wrong for you all the time. Unsolicited advice is like constant, right? Especially if you're going through a change or transition or like, and these are like loving people. Doesn't mean they're bad. They want you to feel good and they want to help you. But unless you can set boundaries and be very clear on what you will and won't accept, you're constantly going to be bombarded. So you have to set better boundaries. And I'm not going to go too deeply into better boundaries right now. Um, the next episode, which will be not the very next one, that'll be a meditation, but the, the next one after that, episode 251, will be how to set better boundaries in six steps. So make sure you come back to that one because this is a really powerful aspect of learning to trust yourself is giving yourself the gift of setting boundaries, energetic, physical, emotional, and social boundaries that help you to reconnect with what is important to you. Um, instead of feeling like you're constantly being bombarded with opinions and things you didn't ask for. And we're going to talk about boundaries in depth in that next episode. So let's just review really quickly. The four ways you can trust yourself more is first, look for evidence that you already do know. You've already been able to trust yourself in many, many different ways throughout your life. Look for the examples when you did trust yourself and it worked out well, or even didn't work out well, <laughs> but that's okay because there's really no failure. It's all about learning, right? Number two is start small. The very next decision you have to make, start to ask yourself questions. How does this feel? How do I know I want this? And it might sound silly at first, but what you're doing is actually building your muscle of self-trust. Number three is ask others only once you have had time to contemplate and made a choice, not 100%, like you might not be fully, fully there, but you're like, I think this is what I want to do and here's why. That way, when you go to someone else and you're like, what do you think about this? I just love your feedback. Then they will give it to you, but then you'll be able to discern whether it's a yes or a no for you instead of being talked out of what you already want to do. I'm sure that's happened to you. It's happened to me for sure. And number four is set better boundaries. So we're going to get deeply into boundaries in episode 251, but for now, boundaries, um, the way we think about boundaries are implementing an ongoing system of having people Tell, you tell people why you need them to, you know, uh, not give you their advice, right? to not be in your space if you don't want them to, to be very clear about the way you want to engage with them. And then what to do when you have unwanted requests, when you have unwanted connections. And we're going to go deeper into that. But why you need them is because it's very important to relate with people around you in an honest and clear way. 
if someone is constantly giving you advice or stepping stepping over, um, you know, what's what you want them to do in terms of maybe even you giving your time and energy into someone else because they keep asking and you, you can't set a boundary by saying no, thank you. It's important to understand that too. We have to create loving boundaries in our lives so that people can trust us and we can trust them so that when someone you know, asks you for your time or to volunteer, whatever it is, you don't automatically say yes, because you just don't have good boundaries <laughs> to say like, actually, that doesn't work for me and be okay with that. It takes practice to do that. And we're going to get into a little bit more of that in episode number 251. So for now, this is how you trust yourself more. And I'd love to hear from you, which tip resonated with you the most? Do you trust yourself? Do you find yourself doubting yourself a lot. Um, and if there's more aspects of self-trust that you want to hear me discuss and break down and talk about, I would love for you to submit a question. And the best way to do that is on Instagram. Just go ahead and shoot me a DM over there at Elena underscore Lipson. And if there's something that you received today that you find helpful, I would be really appreciative if you left a review on iTunes by putting however many stars, five would be lovely, and then just sharing a comment. The more you do that, the more iTunes rates it and shares it. So if you're getting something out of this, it's my pleasure to do this for you. It's a free service that you receive. So I'm going to guilt you into leaving me or no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I would really love it. I also love to know who's, who's listening. So shoot me a DM, grab a screenshot and tag me on Instagram and your stories. And I'm happy to shout you out as well. All right. That is the end of today's episode. Thank you for being here with me today. As always, whether it's your first time or your 249th time, I appreciate you being here. And again, if you have a question that you want me to answer on the podcast or more aspects of self-trust that you want to explore, send it in the form of a question into my DM on Instagram, Elena underscore Lipson, and yours might just be the next episode. So thanks for that. And I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life, business, and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success, pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elanalipson.com forward slash gift. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.